0: I was gone for a minute, now I'm back. It's the jump off. Welcome to Almost Every Day. I'm your host, Josh Thompson. That's right, it's time to stop all that joshing around. Now, we're gonna leave everything in place as it is with the station and the website because at the end of the day, I'm lazy. Now, if you wanna keep track of how many times I might say at the end of the day in this new format, you're welcome to. I know I do on every reality show that I watch, but that is neither here nor there as we try this new format i want to do my best to keep myself sane not that i've had a problem with that in the past but i pushed too hard on this show before that is trying to be too precise and hit all my marks and whether that made the show better or worse i don't know but it made me a little worse for wear so I'm just going to grab my cliches out of the air. And if I whiff, then so be it. Maybe I can do some swift editing. I don't know. I've also gone hands-free. So the sound quality might not be as well, but I'd like to lean on some of the quirks in my editing software to give us some background, some ambiance, and other things that we might not be able to rely on from my execution alone. With that said, I did disappear for a while and I apologize. I had to try something new, which was namely supporting my family. I took a soul crushing job and it took away the time that I had for the show. I could have made time in the middle of the night, but I like sleep and I do love and value my family. And I saw that my kids were slipping away into their own electronics as I stared into mine. So I needed to dial it back. But after a few months away, I drifted into a state of madness, not necessarily sadness, but definitely not gladness. Instead, madness is like anger and craze at the same time, and I just didn't like that. So while I am still seeking maybe the career of my dreams, because I don't want to let a 20-year-old decide what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. So. As this pirate looks at 40, I wanna see what I can do and I'm filling out applications and sending resumes wherever I can. Now that's more difficult now because you don't just get a resume printed on fancy paper and send it out places, let alone face to face, God forbid. Instead, you have to individually fill out every career you've ever had into unique search engines for almost every job that you sign up for now. And it's very frustrating because even if people use the same portals, sometimes your passwords don't loop through. And God, just saying the word password makes my heart skip. And I can see that now on my Apple Watch that measures my every heartbeat. So as I look forward to a new soul-crushing job that at least pays benefits, I hope to get the benefit again of doing this fake radio show. now. While I took that soul-crushing job back in the past to pay the bills and buy Christmas presents, the bills are still coming due, and those Christmas gifts have long been forgotten. However, two and a half months later, the Christmas songs are still buried deep within my head and that of my children. I'm not going to sing a bar or a melody right now, but I bet you're already thinking of your favorite Christmas tune, and for that, I apologize. Now I did sell a house between now and then, so I got to help pay off some of the bills and that makes me feel good, not just making lunches and sitting in the car loop, no, but actually using my licenses and degrees, let alone my pedigrees, which is what I'm here, behind time lectern to do. But don't let me get distracted by the AMBO, is that what they would call it in certain Catholic circles? Neither here nor there, don't let me dwell. But when it comes to real estate, I'm still doing it. And if you're going to sell a home and then buy something nicer, I might be crazy enough to sell your home for free. Just ask me. Speaking of crazy, there was a story while we were away. And while we were away, there were a lot of stories, ton of bad news, and I don't want to dwell on that, but it seems when you're selling real estate in Russia. And I'm not pointing fingers at anybody that might be selling condominiums in Russia, but it seems that real estate in Moscow, according to a New York Times report is wrought with fraud so much so that you need a sanity certificate to sell property. Quoting from the article last fall, one group of real estate agents, as all agents do, followed a cardinal rule of property market location, location, location. They were looking for a quiet spot with few neighbors and good waterfront access to dispose of the bodies of customers who had gotten in the way of their making, well, a killing in the market. Now, that's actually the journalist writing that prose. So don't think that I'm adding such colorful language to fraud and murder. But let's go on over a span of five years. Ending this August, the group killed nine customers and dumped some bodies in a picturesque lake in the woods outside Moscow. The murderous sales agents found older or alcoholic customers who wanted to sell their apartments and moved to small towns in the Taiva region north of Moscow, where real estate's cheaper. And this happens a lot. Being a Florida real estate agent, people move from New York, California, Washington with just gobs of money from selling their property up there. They come down here and buy an acre flat and live like Kings. They're on the golf course, spitting and swearing, slapping the cart girl on the behind. Maybe that doesn't happen these days, slapping the cart guy on the behind. Nonetheless, they've got money to spend. And that's what these seniors in Moscow hoped to do. The sellers plan to pocket the profits from their Moscow homes and live in communities described as quiet retreats. After the Moscow apartment sold, says this article, the agents deposited the proceeds in a type of escrow account they controlled. They then invited the customers on house hunting trips near the lake, an old rock quarry. The gang drowned customers in the lake or smothered them with plastic bags while driving around the countryside to prevent them from complaining to the police that there were no new homes for sale in the small towns. Hey, hire me to sell your house. Even though I host a fake internet radio show, at least I won't kill you. The benefits there being that there are homes available in my area And once again, not only will I not kill you, but by doing this fake radio show, you actually get to hear how I'm wasting time. Other real estate agents waste a ton more time and they're not even documenting it. One guy I know, he likes to try what they call San Diego burritos. That's a regular burrito with fries in them. He goes all over the county looking for him. Are you gonna let this guy sell you a home while he's out eating burritos? without even documenting it. Well, I take that back, he's a wonderful man. And he does a great job at social media marketing while he's eating those burritos. So, please, let anybody sell you at home. Especially me, because I will kill you. Whew, all right, I got a little worked up. I am finding it hard to breathe. That's why I did this in segments before because I get going and it's like a filibuster on the floor of Congress. So let me just back off for a minute, check my notes, let's see. Though I am making money in real estate, I am still looking for a new career that can change my life and that of my families, both now and well into the future. With that in mind, it's come to my attention that I might have made myself unemployable by hosting a fake radio show for more than a year, saying things that I might have been better off keeping to myself. And while some of those things are jokes that I don't necessarily stand behind, others are complete descriptions of my upbringing and background, so much so that some employers might want to keep their distance from me. And maybe that was my intent. Maybe it was my psyche trying to sabotage any success I might have in the future outside of hosting a fake internet radio show where I tell dick jokes to everyone who wants to listen. With that in mind, I started trying to bulk up in lieu of my 40th birthday. And in doing so, I wanted to add muscle. So I started reading about a diet high in protein. Then I stumbled into an article about foods that can help your penis grow bigger. So of course, I started reading it. The suggestions are similar to foods that grow protein. Almonds are on the list. Meats like chicken breast and lean beef. Salmon is on the list. So is honey. And that's when I really started to believe the validity of the list because I know bears eat salmon and love honey, and I'm sure they have really big dicks. So maybe these foods really do help. Now watermelon's also on the list, but that comes with so much racially charged baggage that I don't even want to unpack that, which is of course what a lot of black guys say about their dicks. Hello, this is Fire Aunt Lisa, and I just want to encourage you to come back on the air and do some more funny episodes. I really enjoyed listening to your show. Thank you so much. Have a good day. I want to thank each and every person that reached out to me in one way or another and encouraged me to keep doing the show because they liked all this joshing around. I want to thank you. I want you to know that it means the world to me. And so does doing the show. Nothing has ever really lit my light or fit my fire. I don't know, forget I said any of that, but I really do enjoy every moment of thinking, conceiving and performing the show. So I need to keep at it, but it's best that I did take a break when I did because trying to incorporate news into all the Josh and around would have been really tough because news just got so bad. And I don't like to make light of things that are actually gonna damn us from here to damnation. Oh, got trapped in a corner there. In fact, I read something on the Atlantic over the time that I was away that said thievery tramples the possibilities of workable markets and credible democracy. It fuels suspicions that the whole idea of liberal capitalism is a hypocritical sham. While the world is plundered, self-righteous Americans get rich off of their complicity with the crooks. That was an article about how kleptocracy came to America. And gosh, I really don't want to have to dig into that. I'd rather just tell those jokes about salmon and honey. But instead, as we work towards a real utopia of milk and honey, we have to remember that today is a thousand percent better than 150 years ago let alone a thousand years ago where things were much similar as they were 150 now let's not get trapped in this odd math instead let's get back to some other shams here stateside one of which is recycling because although the plastic patch in the pacific persists nobody else wants to buy your trash anymore it used to be that we recycled because all our municipalities could gather that plastic and paper and then ship it using all of those carbon fossil fuels to get to China where they made shoes and other plastics and such. But now nobody wants to buy your recycled goods at $6 a ton. Instead, they're charging you $68 a ton just to burn it. Oh, you wanna do something better with it? That'll cost you $150 a ton. Ready to raise your taxes? No, didn't think so. But. Those MAGA hats are now being made out of other materials. We don't need to recycle your plastics. Why did I have to bring that MAGA hat into all of this? Well, that's just the zeitgeist, people. It's not me, I'm not to be blamed. But what I want you to know is these days, recycling just creates more industry. In fact, recycling is just garbage without the bag. So stop separating, throw it all in the trash, and just move on. Here's someone with organic trash out my window. Right now they're walking a dog. When the dog is taking a dump in my lawn, I hope they're gonna pick it up. No, instead they're putting velvet ropes around the turf. Oh my God, it's a Barksy. Fine art yachts and owning athletic clubs is like the antithesis of casinos, carnivals and tattoos. I think we're right to be up in arms over the rich having so much more, but really, do they, or are we just meant to see them as today's figureheads meant to be taken down peg? I say no. In fact, remember those commercials about Grey Poupon where someone would say, excuse me, might you have any Grey Poupon? Yeah, we're right to be up in arms about the rich. I just found out those bougie bastards are putting wine in their mustard. Now, all that aside, it is time for the NFL combine in preparation for the NFL draft. So I can forget about all that hard news and, like any other American male, just focus on the size of my hand and compared to other professional athletes. Nine and a half inches, by the way. And if you are keeping score, I'm now officially tall enough to be an NFL quarterback because, take this, Kyler Murray, I'm taller than five foot ten and one eighth inches. Now, if you are measuring your height in eighth inches, I think you might have an ego problem. Buddy, you're tall enough, it's fine. Let's not start any Napolitanic wars. Did I say that right? No, Napoleonic wars? I don't know, I didn't study history outside of these borders here in our fair states. That's right a historian of American Southern history. That's why I can tell those jokes like I did before. At least that's what I tell myself. With that in mind, when it comes to the NFL Combine, the Scouts aren't always going to get it right. In fact, there was somebody that went undrafted two years ago, Indianapolis Colts Kenny Moore, who is now a starting cornerback in the NFL, and what he has to say is, In life, if you can just do these four things, have a great attitude, do your best, treat people well, be thankful. You put those together, you won't fail at anything. Be humble, grind, don't be selfish, do your job. It's not over until it's over. Don't think about your spot and your chances. Just work every day. Get better every day. And that's all each one of us can do is try and get better each and every day. And that's what I will continue to do as I press on almost every day.